Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, once again, we are broadcasting as we always do from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you are looking for a bank that is not going to mega bank you, you know what I mean by that if you're at one of those big banks, um, they've actually got people that answer the phone and they're personable and uh, love working with you one-on-one. Well, that's been my experience at Renaissance Bank, and I think they are the right size bank to be able to offer pretty much anything you can uh, want as a small business, but they do it in a personal way. So if that's something you're looking for, go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Samantha Smith. Samantha is with Samantha Smith Creative. Samantha, welcome. Thanks for having me, John. It's so good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Let's give everyone an introduction to your firm and your work. How are you serving folks out there? Absolutely. Well, I am here to partner with business owners and help them raise their visibility online through online digital marketing. My specialty is social media management, where I actually go in there, create your posts, write your captions, find your hashtags, get you in front of the people who want to buy your offer. That's pretty cool um, and pretty straightforward. Let's talk... Uh, a little bit about your backstory, though, and your journey. Why uh, digital marketing, social media management for you? Well, I really fell in love with it in college when I studied communications. That's what my degree is in. Mm-hmm. And I learned kind of that um, meeting point between technology and storytelling for businesses because every business has a story and the way that they can disseminate it into the world will affect how well they grow. And so I've been supporting small businesses for over eight years in different capacities. But the thing that always the owners were saying was, I don't have time to write a blog. I don't have time to be on social media. And I really saw an opening there where these business owners need support. So about three years ago, I launched Samantha Smith Creative and I've been doing it ever since. That's terrific. Now, what do you tell uh, business owners And how do you talk to them about social media and how they ought to make choices there? Because there's, you say there's folks that say they don't have time, but there's a lot of folks out there that say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm already on Instagram. I'm already on Facebook. You know, why do I need Samantha? Right. I mean, they, they think they're experts just because they've got, they've got an Instagram account. Right. So, so how do you talk to business owners that have, that situation going on. That is a great point. And I tell them that they need strategy and that is the key to getting good results. Mm -hmm. Um, You can put some pretty pictures up there and it might get you so far, but to really win at social media, to win at Instagram, you Mm -hmm. need to have a plan and you need to have expertise. And that's what I bring to the table. So you have, you seem to have narrowed in on Instagram here in your answers, you started out social media and really narrowed in on Instagram. Is that the one platform you work on or, or is this just that happens to fit your client base or what? How does that work for you? Yeah. So I create, um, Instagram or I create content that is 
optimized for Instagram. That's where I've studied. Each platform has a different algorithm. We've mm-hmm. always heard that algorithm, right? Yeah, and that so, dreaded ag- algorithm, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> so I've made friends with the Instagram one, and I understand it as much as it can be. It's mysterious. But my content is easily cross-posted. I usually post it also to Facebook, LinkedIn, maybe even Twitter for my clients. But I do tend to be able to get you the best results on Instagram because that's the, that's where I've really studied and honed my skills. Lots of folks out there uh, that are social media. Um, I have a social media business, uh, help folks with social media. What makes you different? What makes me different is that I really am able to listen to what the business owner it wants to share, what their message is, what is their secret sauce, mm-hmm. and help them translate that. Because on Instagram, especially you know Facebook, even Twitter takes it to the extreme. You don't have much space to talk, and you don't have very many seconds before you can stop the person from scrolling and actually look at what you're posting. And so I'm able to translate what their messaging is into content that is very... Um, very easy to capture their ideal audience. Sticky is a word. There's the word sticky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Um, so I think one, um, we were talking about this before we came on the air. I mean, one perception that businesses have is that Instagram is for product based businesses. Um, businesses where you can take a photo of the, of What's for sale, right? Right, right? So how do you respond to that? Um, I say that it is good for that, but that service-based businesses have traditionally been missing out because of that perception, right? Mm-hmm. And you also don't have to just post pictures and selfies of yourself or your Starbucks or anything. That's not going to get the job done. What you do is you create a story. And that's really the word I'm going to keep coming back to you, John, because story is what sells. Story is what connects with the people who need your solution. And so when you're able to create graphics as well as photos, as well as content that's valuable to your prospective clients, um, that's really the strength that Instagram using that visual component can bring in. Uh, you, you are talking about story. So let's, let's go there and talk about that. Why is story so important? Um, I think it's so important because we think in story, we live in story. We have stories of our life, stories of why we are where we are. I mean, that's what we're doing here on the podcast today. And right. so I think that when business owners find that story, and are then able to share it in a way that uses the words that their clients use, uses the problem words, the solution words, a really powerful synergy can happen. And that's how they can connect with the people who need them. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, some business owners may say, well, I mean, that's great, uh, Samantha. I mean, I know this person over here has a great story. That person over there has a great story. I don't have a great story. I don't, I don't have a big story to tell. What do you say to them? Everyone has a great story because it's uniquely yours. No mm-hmm. one else can take it. No one else can claim it. And also, you have transformations that you've worked for your clients. Those are unique stories that you can share, obviously, with their permission. Sure. Um, through case studies, through testimonials, there's always so many different ways to share the story, not just, it doesn't have to be a long form narrative. It can just be little pieces here and there just to underpin what, what service you're providing. Folks, we're chatting with Samantha Smith. Samantha is the owner of Samantha Smith Creative. Um, so how, let's say I believe that Instagram is where I need to be. Um, how do I know when it's time to outsource to someone like you? 
Awesome question. So a lot of times when you're starting out in business, you start out as a solopreneur. And then I see that a lot of times people bring on maybe a virtual assistant or an assistant. And you know, that person is a sort of jack of all trades and sure they can post stuff. It's kind of like we were talking about earlier. Like this is where maybe a business owner is. They've just handed it off to the virtual assistant. At some point, that growth is going to stop or slow down. That's where you need that strategy component. And so when that business owner is ready to bring in some expert help that specializes with Instagram, take that off their assistant's plate. That's where I come in and free up their time, free up their assistant's time, and really start to get the results that everyone wants to get and that you can only get with expert strategy and help. Now, I think a lot of folks look at... um Instagram and they see number of followers and they think, um, maybe I need to buy followers. Don't do that. Oh, you're making me cringe over here. (laughs) (laughs) I saw you gritting your teeth. (laughs) That's the worst case scenario. And it's because those are going to be, first of all, mostly bots and bots are just spam. They're not helping you. Instagram is going to look at your followers and say, those are mostly spam bots. That's no good. That, that's not going to help you make friends with the algorithm. Mm-hmm. And finally, if you're there to make connections and to make business, bots don't buy things. And right. spammy followers don't buy things. So you might have 20,000 followers, only three likes per post. Those That's not going to create money and revenue for you. You need engagement. You need to be making a community of people who love what you do and who you help. Well, and that's a vanity metric, right? It's a vanity metric, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, – but I think people judge success based on number of followers, right? Yeah. And I, I, you know, I do say it's a vanity metric, but I don't want to completely discount it because there are times when maybe you're trying to get a book deal or a speaking gig where they look at followers, but you want to build those through organic. I help you build those through organic methods. I have partners who help, you know, with other paid methods, but you want it to be authentic community. Otherwise it's just a number and it doesn't actually count. It doesn't actually matter for the results that you want. Okay, you mentioned ads. Let's uh, should someone use paid ads on Instagram? I am not an ad expert. I have partners who would be able to help them decide if that was the right way to go. My focus is on organic growth. And so organic means um, through your designs, your captions, your hashtag strategy as opposed to through ads. Well, let, let's let's go at it in another way then. Um when should a business focus on organic growth and when should they look at paid ads? That's, yeah. So I think organic is going to be a strategy that is just completely long-term. You always have it kind of going along in the background. Um, don't come to me and ask me to organically grow three weeks before you launch something. That's not enough time. It needs to be constantly going. Uh, my impression, and again, I'm not an ad expert, is that you might be able to generate some faster attention maybe to a launch or a specific campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, organic though needs to be rolling along in the background um, to provide you that strong foundation. So when you say strategy, um, and you mentioned the the uh, example of the virtual assistant. So, I mean, and what that strikes me is that's, that's basically somebody who's posting whatever. I mean, whatever they're posting without much thought about it, right? Yeah. Um, I- yeah. And, and maybe without, maybe using a lot of like Canva templates and just kind of basic, um, just really basics, um, an approach. Right. So when, um, do, do you work in conjunction with somebody that does the, that actual posting for the business or, um, 
or, and you're providing the strategy for all that, or do you also do the strategy and the posting? You can have it either way. So I provide strategy audits and plans, Mm -hmm. which is kind of like a one-time package. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I really love to do is the done for you where I say here, you have a monthly service agreement with me for three, three months, six months, you know, and I'm going to take care of everything from creation of the posts. Like they give me topics. I create the posts. I schedule it out. They approve it. It's just done for you, which is amazing for, for their time savings. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Samantha Smith is with us folks. She is with Samantha Smith creative. She's the owner. Um, can't beat that. So, um, just let's kind of dive into, you mentioned, uh, maybe it was before we came on the air, you were talking about some of the different clients that you work with. One of the, uh, segments you say you work with are women entrepreneurs. That's right. Um, and and why are women entrepreneurs? Why why is that such an important group for um Instagram? There are um a lot of women in the audience on Instagram. It's okay. a demographic. Um especially kind of in those mid 20s up through, you know, 60s. Um so I work with a lot of coaches, consultants, wedding planners, event planners. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times they are aiming for an audience who does fit into that demographic. Um that that uses Instagram a lot. So what are those? I mean, you don't have to quote the exact number, but roughly what are the number of women pr- proportion of women users versus men? Yeah, I'd say it's probably two thirds are women okay. to a third that are men. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that changes and that depends on industry to industry. So I don't want to make just kind of a blanket judgment, but um, it is tends to be like the platform of choice for, you know, women as they're in bed, doom scrolling, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, so what, what is the, um, maybe the way to ask the question is who should not use Instagram? I mean, what, what, what businesses are Instagram not a fit for? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, business, businesses who are strictly business to business, they can use Instagram as part of their plan. Mm-hmm. Um, LinkedIn would be a really good place for that if you are strictly looking for other business owners. And I, my caveat to that is people like business coaches, like female business coaches, they kind of straddle that. Their people are also on Instagram. Um, but if you're strictly business to business, maybe payroll, finance, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, um, LinkedIn might be a better home for you. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't do both. But what I think I think you're saying is you don't want to do uh, have the same kind of message on LinkedIn that you've got on Instagram. It's going to be a different approach, and it's a different algorithm. Um, so again, I have connections. Like I have someone who manages my LinkedIn page um, because it's a different algorithm. So we partner up. I'm like, I will get you great results on Instagram, and I can refer you to someone who gets you the same on LinkedIn if that's what you want to do. Gotcha. Um, one of the things in here in the show notes, it says uh, that you do also uh, email marketing and blog post writing too. So that kind of goes well beyond uh, Instagram. I just, I just asked, started adding those as a service this summer. Although again, I've been doing it for years, but uh-huh. I noticed that business owners, and it makes sense myself as a business owner, like to be able to get all their content marketing needs in one place. So they didn't want to go to me for social, someone else for email, someone else for blogs. And so I've been starting to offer all three together um, and really help folks get ahead of that on that marketing edge. Gotcha. And are you, um, I mean, where is your, 
particular expertise in terms of the industries, the segments that you work with? Yeah. Like I said, I work with a lot of coaches, business coaches. I work with a posture coach, which is super cool. I didn't know that was a thing before I met her. What kind of coach? Posture coach. A posture. She helps people like have good posture, ergonomics and things like that. Oh, really? Um, she gives classes to like Google and Microsoft virtually. So really, yeah, I've, I've met the coolest people through this job. Right. Um, my wedding planner, she's fantastic. Again, authors, speakers, um, a podcast producer, that kind of stuff. So, Mm. um, many different industries. The thing they have all in common is that they are service entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and they are ready to increase their visibility online. Got it. And those are, is that just Instagram or the other services, the email marketing and blog post writing, et cetera? Yeah, it's all kind of a mix. Um, yep. I, I, you can choose, pick and choose which services you need. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my posture coach friend, I do blogs, email and um, social media for her. So I'm able to take a blog, po- write a blog post, turn it into an email, turn it into content and really get all the use out of it. I'll repurpose it as much as we can. I love it. That's that's uh, terrific work. So, um, Samantha, what what if we were able to talk to one of your uh, clients that really values you and the great work you do? What would they say about you? They would say that I have skills both in the small details of making sure that everything is captioned correctly, scheduled correctly, approved correctly also big picture because for strategy you have to have big picture where are we going what's our goals what do we need to measure to make sure that we get there and i'm a big data nerd so i'm always looking at key performance indicators Mm. how many impressions how many people are looking at this what's our engagement rate how many of them are commenting on it or liking it and that way i know if it's working and what's not working and what we need to tweak is that how you measure engagement Likes and comments? Yeah. Engagement is, and so really there's four things people can do. They can like or comment, they can save, or they can share. They can save it for later on the platform or share it with a friend on the platform. Mm-hmm. And so we measure how many people did that one of those four things versus how many people saw the post. And then we can per- come up with a percentage, and that's where we can figure out what percent are engaging. Obviously, you want higher engagement. <laughs> yeah, of course. So how do you measure return on investment? It is a little different than per se in dollars because I do um, promise I get your eyeballs. I can get people to see your content, but mm-hmm. I'm not your sales department and I don't write your offer. And so those parts of the puzzle belong to the other parts, whatever the owner's doing there. So, you know, I love it when they have a strong offer. I love it when they have a strong sales team, but I'll get the people to your stuff and then it's your job to turn them into clients. Samantha Smith, uh, speaking truth here. So <laughs> it's up to you to sell them once you bring them to the door, right? I'll bring them to the door. I'll yeah. get their eyeballs on it and then you close it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, um, Samantha, I would love it if you could maybe share a success story, one that you're particularly proud of that, um, illustrates the great work you do. Absolutely. Well, you've heard me mention my wedding planner client. She's yep. fantastic. She lives in Chicago. We've been working together for just about a year this this month. And she came to me because she was having some concerns about her current social media manager who was letting posts get out without captions. He was not getting them to her in time to approve before they went up. And she needed someone who was dependable. 
But then when she realized, wow, you actually really care about my business, you care about my messaging, my story, why I'm out there, um, she found that she got even more than she wanted. And so I've been able to really increase her views. We use short form video from her events. She has of course, gorgeous photography from all her events. Oh, yeah. And then she's told me how many more leads are coming through her instant, her direct messages and how many more leads she's been closing, that she's making big plans for the future. And it's so excited to have been a part of that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, and that's real dollars. That's real dollars. Yeah. And that's real growth. Yeah. yeah. She's brought on extra employees since I've known her. And just to get to be a part of that business growth makes me just so excited and so honored. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, Samantha, this has been great. I can't imagine that there aren't some folks that uh, wouldn't want to be in touch and learn more about what you do. So let's give them directions. Absolutely. I would love to have a 15, 20 minute call with anyone who's interested. You know, it's just free just to find out if we'd be a good uh, fit to help you. You can find me at samanthasmithcreative.com. And I'm on all the socials at Samantha Smith Creative. Super simple, John. Yeah, that's uh Seems pretty simple to me. Samantha Smith Creative uh, is the firm. Again, samanthasmithcreative.com. Samantha Smith is the entrepreneur. That's Uh, me. Uh, Samantha, this has been great, and uh, we're delighted we could uh, uh, honor and celebrate your work. Keep up the great work you're doing. I appreciate that. Thanks for letting me come on. Yeah, thank you. Hey, folks, just a quick thought for you. If you are drowning in administrative tasks, maybe your books are way behind, uh, maybe you need help with uh, putting on that workshop you've always wanted to do, or, or uh, you need some sp- speaking engagements booked. Well, you know, uh, here's who can help. A smart and reliable office angel can handle those tasks so you can f- focus on growing your business. They're not a temp firm or a placement firm. Office Angels matches a business owner's support needs with angels who have the talent and experience necessary to handle work that's essential to creating and maintaining a successful small business. If you need more information on their great services, call SES Cabido, my friend. She's terrific. She does great work. 770-442-9246 or go to officeangels.us. And Folks, just a quick reminder and a thank you. We thank you for your support that you've given us over these past six and a half years. We're up to show number 560 or something like that. We've only gotten this far because of your support. So we're grateful for that. And you have also supported the show by sharing it and by um, sending others our way. So if you could continue to share the show, uh, if you've heard something here in this uh show by some that uh, Samantha has shared that makes you think, Hey, I know someone that needs to hear this. Please share the show, um, and help us celebrate the great work of business leaders like Samantha in our community. We appreciate you continuing to do that. So for my guest, Samantha Smith, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton business radio.